Hello, the internet, and welcome to This is the Rhythm of the Night. <laughs> Woo! Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Once again, as always, uh, I'm Jack O'Brien. That is Miles Gray. Were you trying to say night? You were almost. I, uh, you were trying to honor the actual lyrics the and lyrics forgot the pun. And forgot the pun. I love it. I fucked up. It's all good. Man. Uh, hey, we're here to tell you what is trending on this Friday afternoon. It's Friday. It's Friday. That's the beginning of Ooh. the Ice Cube song Friday. Yeah. Uh, that was actually really wow. Thanks. We've got a young Michael Winslow in our midst. <laughs> uh, let's talk Sleeping Beauty proposal. Yes. If you uh, have Twitter or Instagram, I have a feeling you've probably seen this the second you woke up today. Unless you are the boyfriend of somebody who's good at hiding things from you on the <laughs> right. internet. Hey, don't look at that, babe. Don't look at that. <laughs> no, nah, that video is fucked this up. This dude's doing way too much. <laughs> so there is a video of uh, Sleeping Beauty proposal, essentially, where this guy took his high school sweetheart to like a theater he had filled with their friends and family to watch Sleeping Beauty, but he had hired an animator to cut them into the scene. No, dude. He is the animator. Wait, real? no. I'm pretty sure. No, he's not. According to this article, he was talking to a, he hired an Australian illustrator. Nah, bro. No, nah, I don't know. I thought I thought looking at the uh, credits that it was him. Oh, I, I might have fucked it up. Maybe we're fighting. According to the BBC, the Beebs. Right. Uh, the 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 man who proposed first reached out to uh, this Australian illustrator named Kayla Coombs, and she thought she he was just asking for a portrait of the two of them. Got it. And then she said. Then I worked with him for six months to recreate the 1959 film. All for the same originally agreed upon rate. Yep. Uh, That's how you get them. Yeah. All right, so what? We'll do it for like 200? <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right, so it's going to be about 14,000 frames. I need you to fucking illustrate. So it opens with them watching uh, Sleeping Beauty, and mm -hmm. then Sleeping Beauty suddenly has dark brown hair, mm -hmm. like the, uh, the proposed two. Yes, the woman who's about to be proposed his to. His girlfriend, is his, her name is Stuthi David. Yeah. And she's a cardiologist. And then... I may have botched that name. So Prince me. Charming shows up, and he looks a lot like the dude who's proposing. Like Lee, my like boyfriend. Lee. Yeah. That <laughs> looks like me. Uh, and then... He proposes the the cartoon character proposes. Is that correct? Or presents the ring, but presents like the acts ring. like he's tossing it at the camera, and then the guy in the theater pretends he caught the ring box. Yeah, and then hits her with the question. It's pretty impressive. It's, it's like if uh, Penn and Teller proposed to you. It's yeah. It's got that sort of. Uh, vibe to it. It's it, a it's a big production. It and yeah, for anyone considering proposing, just don't bother. Don't bother. You're fucked now. Or also maybe the bar's so high, like there is no Overton window yeah. anymore. It's just like it's the Wild West, man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I've, she uh, so after the as this is happening, she's like, I feel so bad for all these people who came to see Sleeping Beauty, which is funny that she thought that uh, he had just pulled this in a actual movie theater show, and all these people were like, I didn't like what the fuck is going on here. I came here to see some good old fashioned, right. you know, pre woke Disney racism, and now I'm seeing an interracial wedding proposal. <laughs> no, and then he informs her that it's full of their friends and family. Yeah. Uh, and then she says no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so. laughed because she's like, I knew from the beginning this is some off-brand Disney remake. Yeah. I th do you think now, because the internet is a very cynical place, did he do this for love or he did this for likes? Um, I think it's hard to say because 
this per they seem like a genuinely in love couple. Yeah, they do. It just it was probably one of those things like it would be a shame to not document this because it's so involved or you know. Yeah, like, but it's very documented. So it could be, it could either be that they're just so in love that he was just moved to create a great piece of content for it, or he tent. could be like insufferable. Yeah, there, there's two different ways that it could be. I'm right. not gonna, I'm not gonna guess. He's like curvy wife guy, right? Sort of in his way. Like, yeah, what I did. Isn't that check so it chill? out? But again, I, you know, see, this is how cynical I've become. Where I, there's not even a reality where I go that that guy really cares. Yeah, and he wanted to just have this moment for right. them to look back on. And I'm yeah. going, what is this? What is fucking sponsored by Kia? <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, they do. Akia pulls into the theater yeah, and does. whisks them away. But it was a drunk just driver. Mistakenly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thought it was a parking lot. Uh, Neil Pert is trending. Yeah. Uh, the author of the famed drum solo from Tom Sawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rush drummer, Neil Pert, uh, who passed away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From brain cancer, man. Yeah. I'm not a huge like Rush fan, but the Rush songs I like, I like. Yeah. And, and the drums are... Yeah, and you know they were they were always doing they you know rush rush they did their thing doing the most. Uh, <laughs> Have you seen the video though? Anyone who hasn't seen the video, look up um, Tom Sawyer puppet on YouTube. Yeah, There's this drummer who plays a miniature drum set with a tiny puppet, and he plays the entirety of Tom Sawyer on like makeshift can drum set. It's 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 breathtaking. If you've ever want to see a puppet just fucking shred, yeah. it's funny because I feel like this morning too, I was. Just uh, d- completely like unconnected, disconnected from this story. There's this video of like this dude at an NFL game. He's like sitting on the sidelines, and Tom Sawyer's playing, and he's, and do- he's, he's doing he's air drumming the, the whole thing. Yeah. And that was pl- that was like trending on some other things. I don't know. Maybe they knew. Maybe they knew. I don't know. Yeah. Because I think because he passed away on the seventh, and right. then it was announced today. So oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe word had leaked. Uh, I want to talk about Kendrick Perkins real quick, mm-hmm. mainly uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, because So Kendrick Perkins is a – he was a starting center in the National Basketball Association mm-hmm. uh, well into a point in his career where he was not a – not a great. He wasn't putting up. He wasn't producing. No. Uh, and he was the starting center – on the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, when they had Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and he tweeted out something saying, I'm about to go on TV and talk about how Russell Westbrook is the greatest uh, OKC Thunder uh, player ever. And somebody was like, what about Kevin Durant? He was like, nah, that was a bitch move, what Kevin Durant did, basically, (laughs) in not so many words. Uh, And then Kevin Durant, Popped in. And, and his like, real account or a burner account? His real account. Okay, okay. Yeah. Make sure. Coming for him and was just started talking shit about Kendrick Perkins being, he was like, oh man, that's that's strange for somebody who put up like five and two in that series that you're talking about. Um, oh, dude, and then it yeah. Just, and our starting center at Kendrick Perkins averaged a whopping two and three during that <laughs> two series. Two and three. You played hard though, champ, LOL. <laughs> oh. oh. Uh, so burns. he kind of ethered him, but then uh, Kendrick Perkins came back, and it it just got real messy. Uh, it's just interesting. Kevin Durant is is an interesting dude because he's like one of the best players in the league, uh, and you know the type of person who you would normally just they they would hide behind a very um, curated media 
uh, apparatus. Mm-hmm. But he he's out here. He's always getting like his feelings hurt. He gets messy. He gets These fake accounts. Yeah, goes on podcasts, talks shit, has a couple drinks, it talks just more shows shit. You, man, no matter how big you get. The human ego, it yeah. doesn't matter. Like yeah. the insecurities, it doesn't matter how many millions of dollars you have, you can still be so like at a certain point, you'd you'd hope with all your wealth and like actual like tangible achievements, you can be like, I don't give a fuck what yeah. anyone has to say. Like I'm I'm doing my shit. Yeah. Especially somebody who when he was averaging twenty seven and seven was putting up two and three. <laughs> uh but yeah, I don't know. I kind of respect it, like that he LeBron. It's not like LeBron doesn't have a huge ego. It's right, right, just right. LeBron would never let that show. He he just has too much savvy, I guess. I don't know what it is, but well, there's levels to it, you know. Like you know, it's who who are you giving your power away to? Right. You know, like if you're if someone is clearly just trying to goad you into something because it's going to help them, then you're sort of like, I don't. My power doesn't drift downward. Yeah, but but he, I don't think Kendrick Perkins was even considering that Kevin Durant would notice, but he... uh, You don't think he was going to notice? No, because I don't think he even added him in the first place. Somebody just like brought it up. Well, but when you're saying, when you're announcing, I'm about to go on the one sports network (laughs) to say something about Kevin Durant, like you're like... Well, he was saying something about Russell Westbrook, but it is by, uh, you know... By exclusion, yeah. the it is about Kevin Durant. Anyways, uh, Kevin Durant, and I mean, it is sort of his tragic flaw because the you know having a sensitivity about him. Uh, first of all, get, made him give like a really great MVP speech when he won MVP. Yeah, his mom's the real MVP. Yeah, and then but it also caused him to you know allow himself to be goaded into playing uh, in a game that he wasn't ready to come back in and right. snap his Achilles. So. Uh, rare listening party. Uh, what is this? Uh, Selena Gomez has a new album. My favorite recording, which means that all the fans of like every kingdom, every fandom are out there using this hashtag to either big up their own bands. Like the BTS fans are in there. Uh, Justin, I'm sorry. Miles gets choked up every time he talks about Selena Gomez. It's it's, it's something about when I think of when Justin and Selena were together, you know, and (laughs) I'm trying to figure out who if these songs are about the weekend or about Justin. Right. I did listen to the one track at the very end because that kid Cuddy on it because I wanted to hear how what, it was not well, not bad. Yeah. I mean, I think I've I've uh, I I don't know much of her body of work, but I know she's a talented person. Uh, but the fun part was like a lot of Selena fans are getting messy because Justin Bieber has a song called Yummy Out, and they're like oh, he's doing too much because he was on live telling his people he's like with his wife and like hey buy the album. Buy the, I mean, buy the single, stream it, whatever. And then some. there was some image circulating that was like instructing Bieber fans to like play the track Yummy at low volume on loop while they sleep just to get the numbers up, just to Ooh. goose the charts a little bit. So yeah. some people, you know, uh, like not many people know if that's directly from him. Probably but, not because they're, because we exist in this culture now where it's like people yeah, th- treat their favorite artist like it's a political candidate that right. they want to win. And it's also just because like we're savvy enough to know how to game certain metrics. Yeah. It's just all about that to then say, I'm I belong to this fandom and it's number one. But what do you get out of that? I I don't know, but check out Selena Gomez right Yeah. Here. Yeah. You I'm know? just being an old person. Hey, speaking of political <laughs> hey, but what do you get out of it, kid? <laughs> <laughs> then uh, what? <laughs> speaking of political candidates who we want to win, mm-hmm. Marianne Williamson has suspended uh, her campaign. Oh, you hate to see it. Yeah. Uh <laughs> 
a week ago, she fired all her campaign workers, everybody who worked for her campaign, but was like, this is about a state of mind, man. Uh, and just like <laughs> kept her campaign going for a week without anybody employed other than herself and her chakras. Uh, but now she has officially decided I guess it's unto herself without the consultation of any uh, media people, uh, media strategists who had all been fired. Uh, she did decide after a week uh, that she was no longer going to run for You think for she decided that today or maybe in the week prior to her firing all of her staffers? And then just decided to give it a week? To- maybe she's like, maybe I can do it without everybody. <laughs> Let me see. Or I feel like the second you're hi- you're firing all your staffers, you're like, yeah, this it's a wrap. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do this part first. I don't have to cut any more checks. I, I do feel though, like she might be the sort of person who, yeah, the power of positive thinking. Like she she thinks it can do anything. Like she, even though she wouldn't say it out loud when you're sick, she thinks it's because you have too many negative thoughts. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean, she was the one candidate who spoke quite bluntly about the need for reparations in this country. So yeah. I'll give her that. Yeah. But, uh, the, and also the, the wonderful clips we saw of her like speaking engagements where she made the white audience members ap- apologize to the African-American yeah. audience members. Yeah, that was dope. That's uh, woke level 9,000. Yeah. What tweets though around it are some of my favorite. Oh no, she twit and tweeted RIP to the campaign of Marianne Williamson, the Gwyneth Paltrow of Jill Steins. <laughs> That's so good. And then what Jess Dweck said the campaign had about the same lifespan as an unvaccinated child. Oh shit. Wow. Oh boy, yeah. They don't play. They don't Wait, play on is that. Is she an anti vaxxer? I forget. I mean She has she... some odd takes that are basically like if you have illnesses, you can like you can Positive, can, right, positive yeah. them away. Okay, she's she's anti-vaxxer adjacent. Uh, I mean, I think it's full on to just say she's all into pseudoscience. Yeah, like okay. and you thinking your way out of things that you know scientists have spent a lot of human power hours to mm-hmm. arrive at these discoveries. Oh, I love human power hours. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that was a joke from college, and uh, we hope you guys have a great weekend, everyone. Yeah. Uh, great, great week in the books. First week, first full week of 2020. Uh, yeah. We're really doing it. Am I right? <laughs> Look around the room. Yep. Look Everyone around the room. Eye contact. Eye okay, contact. Great. Cheers. Bye. Bye.